Welcome to the Cannabivarum Podcast, the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on the safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval yet. Using cannabis mindfully as medication is a different concept in the healthcare philosophy of the past 100 years. There's a lot to learn and consider. Cannabis is not dangerous, but it is not harmless either. This is Honey Smith Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, here to explain the language of cannabis in historical, political, and scientific terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you ingest. Hello, my friends. You're on this cannabis journey with me, you know. (laughs) Know it or not, cannabis is about to become a prominent tool in our daily kit. And you're going to be gobsmacked just as much as I was when you discover all the naughty surrounding it for the past 100 years. I don't know how people in power can behave so badly to their own societies. But history tells that story over and over again. And you know me. I just want to give the historical finger to old white guys in particular. Because historically speaking, it ain't old white women doing this to the world. I need to make something else perfectly clear right up front. I'm not a doctor. I'm on this cannabis journey to find out why this plant made such a difference in how I felt and performed and responded and reacted to life. All of the common emotional trips and physical illnesses that every human goes through after studying the subject for years on my own. I can have a decent dialogue with a medical professional about it, but that's about all. I wouldn't dare try to prescribe cannabinoid compounds for certain diseases. But I do want to describe what cannabis experts are saying and what their patients are reporting as they discover its benefits and all of the issues surrounding it. I'll tell you right now that nobody is using the same language outside your own bubble. The doctors and scientists talk about it in one way. The dispensaries use other language. CBD shops are different still. And they sell questionable products. We're not sure if they've been properly protected by a third-party lab source. The patients aren't sure what to say, and the advocates like myself, well, we're just trying to help, but, you know, we're all too often left alone to figure it out for ourselves. There are so many aspects to this product that we've been refused and incarcerated for using for a hundred years. But think of the thousands of years it was used before that. Every major religion used cannabis in their holy ceremonies. Every shaman used cannabis to heal. Every medical doctor and pharmacist 
used it before the 1900s. Every interest, um, industry was bolstered by products from cannabis. Let's just start at rope and oil. It is spoken of tenderly in Chinese, ancient Chinese, as well as Victorian pharmacopoeias. And there would be no white people on this particular continent without it. All it took was the corrupt plans of just a few American oligarchs to ruin worldwide use around the planet we live on. It's devastating to live and traumatic to think of fixing it. But fix it we must. We can find balance and meaning and joy together. We do not have to succumb to the control of just a few corrupt old white men. And if you think I'm just calling out old white men, I am. Those at the top of world corporations who own everything, the ones pulling the strings. Why hasn't cannabis been fully legalized since President Biden took office? It would calm society down, it would ease their physical pain, and pay for every single dollar of his $3 trillion package we could ever want or design. Science long ago proved the medicinal value of this plant. That's only one aspect of it. And if you check the Dow on hemp, you'll see the historical facts for yourself in the complete history of that industry. I'm trying to make it easier for you to understand how this plant will help you. But Lord, the language keeps changing and the facts keep adding up. I wrote a manuscript. I, I, I wrote a book. It's, it's still only in manuscript form called The Language of Cannabis because I have to keep putting off publication. I have to keep I, taking a step back to get a different perspective. This is truly the wild, wild west of cannabis throughout this country, and scientists are still restrained from studying the positive effects of cannabis because of its Schedule One rating. That Schedule One cannabis classification was corrupt to begin with, and the government knows it. Let me refer you to the government patent on cannabis number 6630507. It basically admits that cannabis can be used to treat issues related to oxidative stress, like strokes, autoimmune disorders, oh, hello, arthritis, IBS, and fibro, like age-related issues, and more. There's a link in my show notes to Pub Kim about it. You can check it out conveniently there. I just want to tell you about what I found out. This may be a life lesson. <laughs> the more I learn, the less I know. I've been studying for five years with doctors and scientists from my own armchair. I've taken courses and classes and studied like crazy, and I'm in a weekly conference with world-renowned cannabis scientists daily. It's intense. And I'm a very humbled advocate member of the Society of Cannabis Clinicians, which you can find a link to also in my show notes. I turn to that professional medical society for guidance and the latest chemical news about cannabis. 
please check out that link on my show notes. And don't hesitate to contact any of them for help. They're here to help all of us, whether you're a patient, a doctor, uh, uh, a cannabis naive, or you just don't know where to go. You can go to these scientists and doctors and clinicians. In fact, you can tell them honey sent you, because I know a bunch of them. Now, being a fly on the wall in this revered cluster of megaminds in itself is extremely thrilling for me because they have their hand on the pulse of medicine and their patients <laughs> at the same time. I've learned an awful lot, so my book will condense this information to save you time understanding the most important cannabis fundamentals in a very easy way. Then you'll be able to make strategical decisions for your issues and recognize products of quality by their verification standards. You'll know what to buy and what not to buy, basically. I want to say all that in a way that is easy, easy to uh, digest, that's factual and practicable. But along the way, I'm going to continue interviewing everyday people like cannabis nurses and cannabis doctors and poet warrior heroes that we've met. I'm going to tell you about other podcasts I heard and the important relative news they bring. Like Cannabis Helps Dementia podcast. Let me say it again. It's called the Cannabis Helps Dementia podcast. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also go to my show notes for the link that I put up there for you. They have a personal story that propelled them into this arena, just like me. And they've been interviewing all kinds of cannabis doctors on their show with wonderful news. I mean, seriously, wonderful news. So look for Cannabis Helps Dementia wherever you listen to podcasts. The doctors say it's so much better than I, and so do the patients. And this is for anybody who is dealing with dementia or Alzheimer's. I don't know that I already said this, but I should say it again. One in three people die with Alzheimer's or dementia. And there has not been a new product out on the market to alleviate any of the side effects that come with those conditions for over 30 years. So please, if you're dealing with dementia or Alzheimer's with a loved one or a family friend of yours is, please listen to this podcast and the doctors that they're interviewing about this subject, you will be so greatly relieved, so greatly relieved, and so hopeful when you do. I'm not kidding you. So, again, um, it's the Cannabis Helps Dementia podcast, and there's a link to it in my show notes that you can go to. I'm going to give you PSAs to live by as I learn how to change my own thinking and my own habits that affect others and our planet the wrong way. I believe in public service announcements. 
And I used to see them on TV all the time when I was a kid. The closest thing now is a good preaching to from the pulpit. But that isn't science. People need to be reminded of kindness and goodness on a daily basis, too, because of the negative impact from the bombardment of hate and misinformation from all the varieties of communication at our fingertips, all the social media that influences us. We really need to be more careful about our own personal input. This is a PSA right now, what I'm telling you, what we allow into our minds. Some of that shit is just awful and mostly targeting women violently. I, I can't live in that state of mind with all that fear dictating my serotonin levels. Good input is critical to a happy mind that is better able to think and uplift ourselves. So here's today's PSA unrelated to what I was just telling you. <laughs> Turn off the water when you brush your teeth. See? That's simple. And how many of us stand there in front of the open double wide fridge doors with a goofy look on our faces while pondering what we're going to eat in a few minutes? What are we hungry for from that not-so-cold-anymore-goodie box? Well, here, sing this little ditty at the door while you think about it. Decide before you open the door. Decide before you open the door. Decide. Decide before. Yeah, yeah, decide before you open that door. Decide before you open the door. Decide. Decide before. Did I mention that I just took a course about my own carbon footprint? It's not the same size as my shoe, but close. Did I tell you that it changed how I think and respond about my planet overnight? Did I mention that I think more highly of myself now that I'm an, now that I'm eco-conscious? Did I mention that I pat myself on the back several times a day now that I know that tiny effort in my own home doing throughout my day makes a huge difference? Do you see the confidence building part of this going on? Patting myself on the back? When's the last time you did that? It's been a grueling pandemic for so many people. Any kind of love we can muster for ourselves in, in this day and age is in dire need. Our collective attitude has become so, so hostile and unforgiving. You see it everywhere. I found out about Heba Sadiq in my favorite cannabis business spot. You know, my tribe on LinkedIn. The second I saw her site, I had to take her course. It is a perfect complement to the message I've been trying to get out through my Dear Grocer letter. I've been asking the box stores in my neighborhood to find tree paper replacements for our community to buy. You can download it for free on my site at the cannabivarum.com uh, website, too, that letter, the Dear Grocer letter. But before you go there, 
I, I, I've been trying to figure out ways to make an impact through my company. And uh, podcasting is one, listening to the doctors is the other, and, and reporting back to you what they're saying, but also being mindful of our whole planet and how cannabis fits into it is just, uh, when you start to see the whole picture, it's, it's just amazing. It's just really, really amazing. But I need personal training on the facts in a concise way that made solutions for recovery really clear. Things that I can personally do, you know, so, so that the weight of the depressing facts were not just going to crush my spirit, you know, and, and make me believe that I couldn't do anything about it. I needed a way that's simple for me and could show me how to be a real contribution to my world, reversing years of damage to our planet. Hundreds, at least. A couple. It ain't easy changing a 68-year-old ingrained, unchecked habit, I might add. But this program did, overnight. The course at greentakeover.com should be presented in every grade level of school, every year, so that these facts and this concept becomes ingrained in us. Every college and university should have mandatory CO2 emissions classes to teach and remind people going into business how to live on this planet respectfully. You don't need to try to save the planet by yourself. Just do something nice for it in your own bubble. I'm calling on all those with the slightest conscience for helping the problems of our planet and the people who live here in everyday ways that are no sacrifice to your way of life. This is so easy, my friends, and so exciting. Once you take the first couple of steps, I'm not kidding, you know, and those steps will be your own ideas, your own, your own creation that validates your own way of life and your own helping. You know, I chose brushing my, turning off the water when I brush my teeth and and not standing with the double wide doors uh, to my refrigerator open all the time, you know, for, for minutes on end. Every single morning and night, I don't need to listen to the water run while I stand there brushing my teeth. I don't need to let the energy escape from the fridge for several minutes while I ponder the taste of my food choices. But when you understand how this shockingly ties into the devastation to people of color all around the world, and understand how your conscience, conscious living could help everyone. <gasps> it's so much more meaningful. We can do this, my friends. Together we can do this as individuals. It's such a funny concept, but honestly, we can. We can. Our planet is resilient, and I think you already know that humans and animals are too. Please, please visit my friend Heba Sadiq to understand how you too can make a huge change in your thinking and our world. Visit greentakeover.com right now. Pax Vobiscum, y'all. 
Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to another Cannabivarum podcast with 21st century cannabis shaman, Honey Smith Walls, about the importance of using safe hemp and marijuana products. The process of taking your records with your symptoms and diagnosis to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for your best results. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices, unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test. Please be advised that all street wheat is contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system. I challenge you to check the veracity of my statements in each episode by checking the medical citations posted on my podcast blog at the Cannabivarum.com website. That's C-A-N-N-A-B-A-V-E-R-U-M dot com.